sandwich daily and two slices of Wonder Bread every meal give you eight elements you need. As much muscle-building protein as roast beef. As much calcium for bones and It's like the billionaire Warren Buffett says, This looks like a foot-long hot dog bun to me. He can replicate that. Goes deep to Koopy. Parker Soroshka. Oh my goodness. You don't even know Baked on a stone hearth, check that bottom crust, spongy crumb structure, and toasted flour dust. Another episode of Dinos Unfiltered coming at you. Jeremy Lee, Max Sterley in studio. What up? How's it going? Pretty good. First off, just wanted to say thank you to Parker Soroshka, the artist behind Let's Get That Bread. Uh, we'll hear more about that later in... Uh, in the episode that we're chatting with Parker. Yeah, we plugged a lot of, or we collectively plugged a lot of different things for him because he has so many things on the go. I'm exhausted pumping his tires. Yeah, so. That was fun though. No, it was good. It was good. He's he's a really funny dude. I was going to say like, maybe like the most interesting man on campus. Like he's got (laughs) a lot of things going and. A lot of irons in the fire and, you know, a, a wide range of things. It's not just limited to volleyball or you know his degree or anything he's got you know he's doing a lot of different cool things oh yeah even like exploring the artistic side like we're talking about his uh trial and error pieces with uh drawing dogs yeah that was that was interesting so yeah we are recording earlier than usual earlier than expected very early yeah just based on our usual timeline we've been pretty lucky being able to you know, accommodate not only our own schedules, but the athletes as well. But you're going away. So um, we decided to record a little early so Jeremy could stay on. That's right. Yeah. On a plane to Maui Decent. on Sunday. Decent. So not going to be here for we, the next week. W- just a week? Yeah. So who's taking over the broadcast? Uh, my man, Brent. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So it's Normally a good does color for me, but yeah, yeah he'll, he'll be put in the play-by-play seat. It's in good hands. Yeah. And maybe Kate will jump on. I don't know. Yeah. Like they usually get a couple of people on there. Yeah. So it'll be yeah. good. It'll be good. And it'll be uh, the Crow Child Classic Volleyball Edition. So don't want to miss that. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm going to be sad I'm missing it. I'll, yeah. I'll try to watch it from the hotel room. <laughs> no, You're not going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a beach somewhere. I don't yeah, know what, no. what, what o'clock it no, is. No, yeah. no computers for you. No, unplugged. Yeah, yeah exactly. It'll be fun. Maybe we should call it Dinos Unplugged. No, I feel like there's a lot of podcasts that are Call unplugged. Whatever unplugged. unplugged. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. Scratch that. That was a good idea for about four seconds. So. <laughs> we can keep working on yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but one thing I wanted to address on this preamble was that you're in search of a car right now, Max. Yeah, I am. It It's a struggle. Like there's some days where I'm really motivated to look at cars. I'll send out feelers to about six or seven people and then the next day you don't hear anything or you get one response and it's from your least favorite of the pool you always happens y- you're, you're sending so like i don't know and my dad he's he's always willing to help me out with this but he's in bc so he'll just send me cars in vancouver and it's like you're like not helpful yeah well like you know it's it's gonna be at the very least a 250 dollar you know or sorry um uh, 
about 200 bucks to get a flight there. Right. And then give or take anywhere between 40 and 100 bucks in gas, depending on what the car is. So it's just like, you know, upping your budget and adjusting for that. So if anyone honest, I'll take anything you got. And like my budget's about four or 5,000, you know. Um, so we'll see. But right now it's it's going pretty rough. And I've been putting it off like periodically for probably about eight months. And I was dumb enough to rely on car to go to stick in Calgary. And then when I moved places, they car to go left two months later. So I've been leeching off people. I need, I need to stop doing that. It's not a good look. Have you considered auto trader? Of course. Okay. <laughs> That's like I don't the know. number one. sometimes what are the other the options solution. like dealership kijiji auto trader like i don't know what else there, you can do auction you can, like, yeah like royal, royal auctions what did, what, yeah, what did yeah. you do did you go auto, dealership auto trader yeah so, <laughs> <laughs> so, some people hey i'm just saying sometimes you, the solution is right in front of you <laughs> oh that's, that's so all. funny you said it like it was like you I got this really good idea. <laughs> like, it is a really good idea. It is idea. a good idea. It's just, <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, uh, you can judge me all you want. That's fine. I'm no. just saying, how, how many like tech calls of like the tech people have gotten that it's like, just have you tried the power bar? Oh no, that, that's sorry. That's, and I guess that, that's not like I don't I don't mean to like. Oh no 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 no. We're 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 all good. I I I thought that was great. <laughs> but that's a great equivalent. It's, you know just you know just restart the computer. Like it's not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Auto Trader has been my main i mean damn we're giving them like free sponsorship right now but they've been my main like source we, we of looking. a lot of things yeah they've been my main source yeah, of yeah. looking but i also have a friend a friend's dad who's also really into looking for cars he's been like also just periodically looking on my behalf mm. for cars that he thinks are great and then he'll like send a message to his son being like hey like i found this car like do you think max will like it and then um so it's yeah i got lots of uh lots of different people helping me out here so but you went auto trader yeah and you would recommend it do you buy from the <laughs> dealership or from a private seller? i've done both actually to be honest do you have a recommendation because so. i've like that's the thing too like i've gotten so many tips and yeah. now they're all just like conflicting and they don't mean anything because people have different experiences well i think if you're gonna go private which is fine too we've done that as well you want to do the um, pre-purchase inspection. That's right. Carfax like, probably as well. Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. But no, like take it to like a third-party auto mechanic, have them do the whatever 200-point inspection or whatever it is, yeah. and yeah, pay the couple hundred bucks. Um, it's like that peace of mind. You yeah, know? So, no, for sure. Because that, then they're honest with you as well. Like yeah. it's You don't have to take the owner's word for it. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've probably heard all that before, but... It's good to just remind like, just myself. Like <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to fit in a story in here. It has nothing to do with cars. It was, I just wanted to share a story with you. Yeah, shoot. Okay. So my family and, and I, we wanted to go to the Confederation Park, uh, the lights there, the Festival of right. Lights. Yeah. Uh, just off 14th Street there. And they, the website said that it was open till I believe, January 8th. It was a Wednesday. We went on a Monday, like two days, but like it was still supposed to be on for two more days. So January 6th. Or three days, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So we get there and like the music is playing, like everything's still up, but the like it's dark. It's pitch black. There's no People are walking around like whatever, like, and we're just trying to figure out like what the heck's going on. 
and like my wife's like i'm pretty sure it's supposed to be on so i like call the city of calgary they're like not helpful at all and then i was scouring the website to see like okay who puts this on because it's yeah, yeah it wasn't the city's responsibility yeah. so yeah whose anyway. responsibility what was it it because was in Confederation Park, because that's a city of Calgary park, you'd think that, it that's would what I fall under yeah. their jurisdiction. But yeah. the people, I guess, who are operating are under the like the Lions Festival like organization. Okay. Yeah. So I called this guy. Like he, there was like a, a cell phone that was there. It wasn't even like a legit. Like well, it was, it was, I, I was like kind of sketched yeah. out. But anyway, it was fine. I called it, and <laughs> he's like. At this point, like I had no idea what idea what time it was either. It was just dark. All, that's all I know. And uh, at this point, there was like three other like moms that are standing around me as well, and they're just all like, "Oh, okay, what's he saying? What's he saying? What's he saying?" And and then <laughs> so I was you're like, doing play by play like for this mini crowd as yeah, you're on the phone. <laughs> absolutely. And so he doesn't know who I'm talking to, but he he ends up going like, "Oh yeah, they're not supposed to be on till six. and then. Uh, and then all the moms were, and, I, and then I kind of like relayed that response to the moms, and then they're all like, "It's six forty-five," <laughs> and <the laughs> I thought I was gonna get murdered. Yeah. And just uh, for being on the phone. And then he's like, "Oh, sorry, I'll look into that, and I'll get someone to to turn that on right away." And within like two seconds, they were on. Wow! I was like, "You got to be like controlling that from your app, on oh, your it's, phone it, or something, it's, right?" Yeah, hundred percent. Whether it's an app or the computer or like the dude just sitting outside the park just like with a switch like just like oh like forgot to turn on like, sure i know so. and like so we were like having all these conspiracy theories like oh where is he like in bc somewhere because he's like not even sure what time it is yeah. so <laughs> so it's so a good lesson here if you want something done you just ask yeah it's honestly it's yeah. amazing what you, what happens if you just ask or Simple do like a th- yeah 30 second google search you're good to go that's right yeah yeah, because one mom was like, oh, I drove from the Northeast to get here <laughs> just for these lights. Absolute sob story. Oh, man. Yeah, I was like, she was guilting me. Yeah. And I was like, what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> but saved her Christmas. Boom. Was that free? Like, had you been to many Christmas light shows before being a, a family man? Uh, we usually do that. Yeah. That one. Um, did that one with my daughter last year. So. Mm. This year we like put her on a slide and like the sliding conditions were awesome. Mm. So it was a little scary. It was like little three year old just like bombing down this like it's like super slick. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, my wife's got the second one on on in a carrier. Okay. So she can't really run after if if my daughter loses control on the sled. (laughs) It's 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 a funny (laughs) sight because yeah, like I said, my wife can't run after like if if there's like a loose child on a sled that's sliding away. So. Yeah, it happened once, I think, and then I was like, we so, had to... So so it happened. Were, did your dad reflexes kick in? Oh, no. no. It just, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not risking anything to run after my child down a hill, icy hill. No, thanks. Because also, that, those are the dad reflexes. As a right. dad, you know that your body does not recover well from injury. So if right. I sprain something, I'm out of commission. Yeah, and it could, so, be, it could be both parties are injured depending on what right i mean goes on like the worst that can happen is my my child hit like runs into a mini like pine tree or something (laughs) just just i know that sounds bad but (laughs) 
Can we cut this? <laughs> no, we are not cutting this. No chance. Oh, man. Anyway, so, no, okay. No one got hurt. It was fine. It was just, like, <laughs> there was one slide where my daughter was, like, spraying off in a different direction. Yeah. And I know the volleyball people listening to this can appreciate it, but it's kind of like when you have that one, like, serve that kind of just, you know, sprays oh, yeah. off the side of your hand. Yeah, and it's just... And you shank it. Yeah, and you and just... So, I, I, sh- I shanked a, a push, <laughs> if you will, of my daughter. One One run. Oh well. Oh man. But yeah, it was can't, just, it was can't wait till she hears yeah. this. <laughs> so there you go. It was uh, it was a good Christmas, and I saved Christmas for some people apparently. So there, there you go. go. So I, that, that's enough, I think, <laughs> okay. from from our side. Yeah, we've been rambling for twelve minutes on the button now, so we're gonna kick it over to Parker, and, and you can listen to a good interview. We flower flags and we toss and load and we flower flags and we roll in kingpins. Let's get this bread. Let's get this bread. Let's get this bread. Let's get this bread. All right, Dinos Unfiltered underway. Jeremy Lee, Max Sterley, and our special guest for today, Parker Soroshka from Men's Volleyball. Hello, hello. What's up? Not much. How are you guys? Pretty good. Yeah, sh- short turnaround for us. Oh, yeah. We recorded on Sunday, and we're going to do this interview now and then our preamble right after. So There we go. Yeah, Sweet. should be a good one. Um, excited to have you here, Parker, because you are joining us in our inaugural edition of Dino Athletes Do Bean Boozled. Oh, my God. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us what happened last time? Yeah, so uh, I'm actually quite experienced with uh, the bean boozling. I, uh, I got this as a... Secret Santa gift for Christmas with my family a couple of years ago. And this was right after our Christmas dinner. So we're all hanging out. We're all in our turkey comas, just chilling on the couches. And I, I spun the spinner and I landed on what was either, I can't remember, I think it was like passion fruit or puke or something, <laughs> something super tasty and then puke. Right. <laughs> and I kind of have sensitive uh, taste buds and I took a bite and it turned out to actually be puke. And I instantly puked. My entire turkey dinner, all up. <laughs> like instantly? Like okay, not instantly. Like but I took... I, it, it's insane how much it tastes actually yeah. like puke. And that's what triggered it for me. Because I took a bite. I'm like, I have puke in my mouth. <laughs> and then I ended up actually having my puke in my mouth about 30 seconds later. So so needless to say, thank you, Parker, for being a great sport. We're just going to... Yeah, 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 yeah no problem. Being the guinea pig here. So <laughs> do you want to start us off, Parker? With mine? Yeah. Yeah, of course I do. So we have, for Parker, we, we did a selection before we started recording. Uh, juicy pear or booger flavored? Yeah. So uh, take it away, my Down friend. Down the hatch, buddy. Okay. Three, two, one. Oh, that's booger. <laughs> That is 100% a booger. <laughs> Describe what you're tasting right now. Uh, if you like put salt on like a really, really old piece of cardboard. <laughs> and left it out in the sun too long. That's I don't amazing. Know. Oh, man. Okay, you're up next, Max. Okay, so <laughs> I drew Tutti Fruity or Stinky Socks. Oh, that's Tutti Fruity, baby. Aww. That's pretty good. That's actually like low key one of my favorite Jelly Belly flavors, Tutti Fruity. So I think so you got the win easier win. one. Yeah, it's a win win. You got the easy. Yeah, absolutely. He got easy. That's pretty good. But he doesn't. You don't have to do it every week like Max does. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. This is a weekly. Yeah, yeah, and we'll yeah, probably. Man, we'll, that sucks. We'll do it for the preamble too. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> 
He wants to do it again. You yeah. should try to get sponsored by Jelly Yeah, yeah exactly. there you go. All or right, bug. so I got Toasted Marshmallow. Or Stink Bug. Or Stink Bug. I don't even know what that is. But no, I don't sound, think they're native to Calgary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing can survive this weather. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awful. Uh, two for three. Your facial expression oh. is hilarious. <laughs> we just have the uh, okay, we have the header. Yeah, tell us. It just tastes overdue and just moldy, like just like wood mold. I don't know. Is that the smell of it? Blowing my face. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I thought I That's, smelled. It's like puppy breath. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good way to describe it. Oh my god! First time in uh, Dino Podcast history, I'm blowing in in the athlete's face. <laughs> we have a header for this coming <laughs> episode. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god! That is disgusting. Amazing. So thanks for doing that. That was great. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, no problem. Kay. And that's the episode. I'm just <laughs> Tune in next week where <laughs> we just eat the fruit or the socks. Exactly. <laughs> so before we get started, I wanted to get an update on. Any any update on the uh, carpool Spotify game? I know we talked about it was with, with Tom Sora and Jacob Reed. Oh, and oh. it was it was its f- in its first week, I yeah, believe. It like it's in its, its inception. Yeah, we we had it in Manitoba, mm-hmm. so like our first weekend back. And you'll have to talk to Jack Samaras, our assistant coach, about it. But he he said it was very lackluster and disappointing. So like mm-hmm. I think we hit it because okay, here's the thing: you play the game, and right off the bat, it's really easy because you're like, oh, I know this this banger of a song right and everyone loves it but as you play every week every car trip the selection gets smaller and smaller and you need to dive into the these like niche genres that people might not necessarily know about so like it's definitely like a skill game now not just like your taste in music mm. if that makes yeah. sense yep yeah um and then we played we had a week in california for training we just got back from and unfortunately i wasn't in the car, car karaoke car so I uh You were in the relegated car. I was in the fifteen person yeah. van oh driven no. by Rod. Oh no. Which was a little terrifying. So, so what kind of niche genres are we talking about? Like can you name a couple for us? Uh you know that song Sweat? It's like kinda sounds Jamaican. And it just Wh- Who's the artist? The, oh, I honestly can't remember. Yeah. But it's like it's like sweat and then it's like the song is like or a la 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 song. No? It it it's hitting something, but I, I'm not going to pretend to know Maybe it fully. It up later or something. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of like early thousands classics, like okay. Cascada or Darude Sandstorm. <laughs> yeah, apparently you have an obsession with that song, oh, as per okay. one of your teammates. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an obsession. It's just somehow become my thing. It's not uh, like it wasn't my choice. <laughs> it just kind of was thrust upon me, and I've. Gone, gone with it. Living the Darude life since. Yeah. So. Whenever we go out, like say it out on the town and there's a DJ where we're at, I'll always request it. <laughs> and without fail, they're always, because no one requests it. It's not, it's a niche song. Yeah. Right? And then I'll like, I'll like mention it to them and they'll go like, oh yeah, I remember that. Really? And then they'll always play it. Like I'm like at 100% success rate right now. You're everybody's hero. Yeah. The unsung hero. You're the people's hero. Yeah. But if we started doing that for starting lineups, would that just. I think we have. Okay. Well. Against Trinity, I asked the whoever was okay. controlling music to do it, um, and it's only been the last two weeks. So, yeah, let's let's dial back a little bit here. Um, first off, I, I I've always wanted to ask you this. Okay. For those of you who don't know, Parker's mom is Linda Olson. Yes. From Global News. Yeah. 
as a child, being the son of an investigative journalist, <laughs> is it easy or hard to get away with things? And like, does she just ask a million questions and you can't get away with anything? Um, she's pretty laid back in that sense. Okay. But the thing I've noticed is that like on a daily basis, she's bombarded with like super happy and like super intense news stories and she'll just know everything about everything. So like she'll be uh, talking to me. She's like, do you vape? And I'm like, no, mom, I don't vape. She's like, because you, you know there's been like 13 vape-related hospitalizations in the last blah, 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 whatever, whatever. And it, uh, it's not like fear-mongering, <laughs> but she, uh, she's very – I think she's like – extra concerned because she gets she knows about all the bad stuff that's happening in calgary right and like one of the topical things for example is people leaving their cars unattended while yeah. it's warming up yeah does she does she get on you about that um well i'm living away from home right now so what she doesn't know won't hurt her okay but she, uh, might, she might know <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> shoot i mean we can beep that out yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah at home she just keeps in the garage so we don't really do that at home yeah um, why don't we touch on a little bit uh, before you came to the u- university? Just why don't you tell us a little bit about your recruitment process and why ultimately you came to the University of Calgary? Well, in club, I had the privilege of playing like a pretty talented team. So like a lot of the time we were like doing well in nationals right. or provincials and stuff like that. So like that garnered coaches coming to watch our game sometimes. Um, and I think it was about U16 um, after nationals. We just got absolutely destroyed in the national final. <laughs> not so, not very proud of that. But uh, after the game, we were at one of my teammates' houses, and my mom was like, hey, like a school from California uh, was interested in talking to you. And I like searched them up, and they were just like a small college. Uh, I think they're, I can't remember their name. Concordia? Irvine. Yeah, Concordia, Irvine. They're very, very small. Um, like Div 2 or Div 3 kind of thing? They were NAIA, which is oh, essentially yeah, yeah. like ACAC for... Right. Uh, mm-hmm the states yeah. yeah yeah so i like talked to him a little back and forth but it was like so early on that it was just like gathering information and i don't think i really like wanted to go down there just because it was such a big jump for me and i uh that's kind of what kick-started my like interest i was like oh like i could p- probably do this if i like got got better i would get some cool offers and then i did like team alberta in the summer after yeah. my 16 year summer or sorry season for some development and then our 17-year year of club, we ended up winning nationals, which was which was awesome. It was like one of my top highlights, volleyball career for sure. Mm. Um, and then right after our 17-year season was when the volleyball coach here at UFC, Rod, mm-hmm. uh, shot me a text. And he said, like, hey, like, I'm interested in talking to you about the possibility of coming here. Um, like, let's go grab a coffee or something. And that kind of kick-started it. And then personally for me, I wanted to get the whole, like, signing and choosing where I want to go. Uh, done early because mm. I didn't want to be worrying about it into the end of my 18U club season. So I signed like pretty early on in my 18U, like I think in October or November I signed to UC well, in grade 12 and then it was all set from then on. Going back to that 17U team, that, that was a pretty stacked team, right? That 17U team? Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Yeah. There was like a lot of people that are playing like U yeah, sports I now, think right? Yeah, so okay, off the top of my head there's Liam Coopy. Yeah. Right. He's on UFC. Playing with you now. Yep. Yeah. Kyle Hall. <laughs> Playing with you Playing right with now. Playing with us now. Liam Laidlaw. Playing with you. Playing with us now. Oh, man. Um, a fun fact, we played Tom Sora in the finals to beat him that year. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you still grill him about that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> every chance I can get. <laughs> um, 
And then, but at the same time, we heard that you were responsible for getting him out here. Oh yeah, yep. That's yeah. I can go. I can yeah. uh, take full responsibility for that one too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? There was uh, Jesse Elser on that team. Oh yeah, he's on Trinity Western. Yep. And Jackson Jack- Howe. Jackson yep. Howe. He's on Trinity Western. And then uh, Maddox Greaves. He went from Trinity to Sate. Now Sate. Yeah. Yep. And then Nick Burst. He's on Sate as yep. well. And then oh, I really don't want to miss people, but I can't remember. Yeah, right huh. yeah, that's a loaded team. Though. Oh, Kiel Prince, he's oh, on yeah. MRU. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, how did you feel playing Canuck volleyball, uh, playing in that club, help you prepare you for the next level? Uh, it was awesome for me because, well, at least in seventeen U, it was affiliated with the UFC, mm-hmm. so like it was. I don't know, I want to say sponsored, but there was a partnership. So we practice in the Jack, and we like would sometimes see Rod and like talk to Rod, and there was that connection like with the program. It was. I don't want to say it was a feeder team, but like we were all like aware of UFC as an option. Sure. Yeah. So I think that kind of eased the process of worrying about post-secondary choices and things like that. And then other than that, like the coaching at Canuck was amazing. Like in my 14 new year, my coach was Don Saxon and who was like a legendary volleyball player, yeah. like Olympic volleyball player. And then 15 new was Kent Greaves and Candace Greaves. Mm. Kent Greaves, amazing volleyball player. Candace, amazing volleyball player. Kent went to the Olympics. One of the, Known as like one of the best setters. Yeah, one of the top setters in yeah. Canada. Yeah, and he, they were my 16 year okay. as well coaches, and then 17 U was Ian Halliday, who is like strong ties with volleyball Alberta, volleyball Canada. He's just like been around the volleyball scene forever. He's super knowledgeable, and then same for 18 U as well. Mm. Yeah. So like just like their their coaching repertoire like at Canuck is crazy. Yeah. So then that was just an easy transition then for you to to use sports. Then. Yeah, and I think like our club team was like. Like we had like a high compete level, so like although like there was a big jump like physicality wise, like I think our team was pretty like had like a lot of like piss and vinegar when we were competing, so mm. it wasn't like very scary transitioning. It was just a little new. You're also one of the highest jumpers I've ever seen. Oh, thank um, you. <laughs> what it, what can you attribute or what can you uh, shed some insight on in how to get those hops? Um, just. Legal. Be quick twitchy. <laughs> I've, I've, I've honestly been made fun of for it, but like I'm very jumpy when I play. Like I'm okay. not like calm and You're slow. not stationary. I'm not like stationary on the court. I'm just like always moving. Yeah. And it's sometimes a bad thing. Like sometimes I won't get digs because I'm jumping all over the place. But I think that that quickness really helps like converting it into upwards momentum. Mm. Uh, yeah, I guess going back to your connect days, I'm just kind of curious your thoughts on – that team that you had, especially in your final year before you came to the UFC, if that team was he- here now in Canada West, where do you think they would stack up with the rest of the league? Honestly, I think it would be a pretty strong team um, because I know uh, Jesse and Jackson are starters at Trinity. Yeah. And obviously, Koopy and Kyle and Layla are starting as well. And I'm like like on and off, but like a, a club team of that like what our starters now i think like if you develop that from year one to year five like having that whole like culture develop with those right. with a large group of players i think that's what wins championships honestly like a team that goes from rookies together to fifth years together that fifth year team will be crazy like right. crazy good yeah it's all like the relationships you can have of course yeah how have you felt this core then with like Laidlaw, kyle hall Coopy? how has it benefited just you guys progressing at the same level all at the same time I think it's awesome because, like, in the back of your mind, you're knowing that, like, for the rest of your volleyball career, those guys are with you too. So, uh, for instance, with Tom, like, 
he knows me really well as a hitter. Right. So like he could like run like quick sets with me or like faster than, you know, what another person would have normally. Or he just like, he knows my tendencies really well. So, and, and I know that he knows my tendencies really well. So right. it's like a good connection on the court. And that's a huge part of it. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Now, uh, like injuries are a big part of sports as well. Mm-hmm. You've dealt with your fair share of them. Oh yeah. What would you say is like, like was the scariest one for you? Um, a month ago. <laughs> oh yeah. When I got knocked on the head. When we're supposed to do this. Yeah. 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 Exactly. We had yeah, your teammates fill in for you, but yeah, that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, so the head injury. I I I, I want to say well like that I would say scariest sure. just because okay. of the body part. Yeah, yeah. But like, if you're going like most like traumatic, I would definitely say my knee surgeries. Because mm. I had like you say I was a high jumper. Yeah. And that's true, but all through club I had like super poor jumping mechanics. So I would just like jump with my quads everywhere. And that just like took a toll on my knees. So I had like super bad jumpers knee going into my first year hmm. where I wasn't really expecting to play all that much. I was thinking more of like a bench roll or maybe red shirt, but I ended up like playing a lot more in my first year than I was expecting and that kind of blew up my knees a bit. So I made the decision at the end of my first year to get the technical medical term is a bilateral patellar tendon debridement, which is just basically fancy English for like scraping all the damaged tissue off your patellars, okay. patellar tendons. And I got it done on both knees oh. at the same time, Man. which Wh- was like... What's the recovery time for that? Um, I was in, you know, those like straight leg braces. Yeah. I was in one on both my legs for three weeks. Wow. So I basically just like laid in bed. And if I, uh, if I wanted to walk, I basically looked like the... The pirate from Family Guy with like <laughs> sticks yeah. for all four limbs, um, and that was pretty tough. I lost so much weight just laying yeah. oh, in bed yeah. doing nothing, yeah. and my legs looked like toothpicks when I took the braces off for the first time. Even mentally, I think, right? Probably the hardest to get over. Yeah, because I had like no lower body strength after that. Mm. I like, um, I came back into the gym like, like a two weeks after I got my leg braces off. And like I could barely like do a body weight squat because right. I hadn't wow. bent my bent yeah. my knees in almost a month. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. So like roughly, how much time did it take for you to get back to where you felt totally normal? The doctor's roadmap was like, so I had the surgery in April, April yep. end of April, April twenty seventh, I think, and they said you should be good to go by like second semester. Okay. Um. So pretty pretty lengthy time. Oh yeah, for sure, and I. So I did all that recovery, got back, was feeling like okay, like preseason stuff like that, still pretty tender. And then by October when regular season kicked off, I was like, I wouldn't be able to play at 100% if I took this year of eligibility. So I feel like it would have been a waste. Right. So I had played, essentially what I did to get my redshirt years, you have to play under a quarter of the games. And once I knew that I was like unable to play like to my full with this injury, it was essentially a season-ending ending injury. I uh, took a redshirt year, my second year, uh, and just took the whole year off to recover and make sure I'm at 100% the following season. Yeah. Um, I just want to switch gears a little bit here and chat about court stat. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So Parker, as some of you may not know, is in computer science. Yes. And uh, is that what kind of kick-started Court, st- court stat and please explain to yeah i kind of have a story about how that started so uh jacob reed he was on last time yeah friend of the he show he came from yeah. Yeah, friend of the show he came from brandon yeah university and 
I I can't remember if it was him that was telling me about it or one of the Australian ties between like Elliot Viles on Brandon and someone on our team, but someone was telling me that they do their own fantasy league, like fantasy volleyball league mm. w- within their team. And it's all managed through like an Excel spreadsheet. Okay. So like super like, like manually input the data. Right. Yeah. Do all the operations and stuff like that and calculate all whoever's in the lead and whatever. Well, that was like fantasy football like 15 years ago. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. yeah. A lot of and, manual stuff. And yeah. yeah, a lot of advanced stats across any sport now is just algorithms that you make up, plug in data and then see what it spits out. Yeah. yeah. And I was like listening to it and thinking about it and like there's got to be an easy way to do that because that sounds like a pain in the butt mm-hmm. <laughs> to do. Like it's super contrived. Um, so I like kind of started looking into it and I was at first, okay, first off, what I wanted to do was just like make a master list and like rank all the players in the league. Yep. So what I did was I just like took the stats from the Canada West website and just like assigned like uh, like value weights to each point, like how much value that can contribute to a player. So like the, say like a kill is one, an yeah. ace is two, a set is 0.25 or something yeah. like that. It could be like quarter point or yeah, something like exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Was that, sorry to interject here, but was that like process in determining what weight for each thing was that kind of arbitrary you just (laughs) it was decided through instagram poll (laughs) 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 on my story legit (laughs) legitimate so the people decided not me yeah (laughs) Yeah. truth came out yeah and then you basically just like sum up all those for each player and i had like a list and i showed it to my buddies and they're like this is so cool Hmm. and i'm like uh, i was starting to get like interest like just like random people were dming me on instagram and like asking about it and like wanting to see it i'm like holy smokes this actually has like this could actually do well if it was a thing Mm-hmm. Which, like, I th- honestly think the interest in the product itself kind of yep. kickstarted my desire to keep working on it because it was essentially just like a, a beater car that a mechanic works on in the summer. Right. And just like just tinkers with. As you go throughout your volleyball career now, do you evaluate other players through like the fantasy lens? Um, you gotta be, right? Like, maybe a little bit. <laughs> my mindset's a little different now. Like, I, I maybe keep an eye on stats a little bit more than I would normally. Right, yeah. Um, and I always check in on, like, where guys are in the list and stuff like that, where I am. Because, like, you obviously, it's like a dream to play in a fantasy league where you're in it. Oh, yeah. Like, I think that's why it's such a big Like, I want to just guys. walk up to you one week and be like, thanks for ruining my week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you made it. <laughs> or yeah. making your week. Jerry. Or making my week. Yeah, yeah you won me my fantasy title. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yes. Um, to your to your knowledge, cause I'm not too familiar with it, but was there anything like this for volleyball before? Because I know lots of the you know some of the bigger sports like football, basketball, baseball, whatever. Their analytics entrance, if you will, came kind of early 2000s, and then kind of hit the mainstream in the 2010s mm-hmm. at varying levels. So I did look around because I didn't want to really be wasting my time with something. Right. Um, and from what I found, there is stuff for volleyball. Not so much of like how I was doing it, um, but there was stuff for professional volleyball or maybe national team volleyball, right. like world league and stuff like that. But uh, in the say NCAA and U Sport, there wasn't really anything for volleyball. Um, and I like I looked pretty hard. Yeah. So if there is something, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm not it. copying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And uh, you have a minor too, correct? Like you're not just pursuing computer science. You have a minor in data science. Yeah, is that right? correct. And okay. that the working on court side actually kind of kickstarted my interest in that. Yeah. Because like the whole analytical side of it, I was liking it. Yeah. Um, and then like like my jobs over the summer kind of was centered around like graphs and stats and stuff like that. So yeah. I kind of have an interest in that now too. Have you taken this work to any of your professors in the department? And 
Oh, like court stat? Yeah. Uh, not yet. I don't think it's at like a point yet where I have like a product that's worth showing. Yeah. <laughs> no, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I was just curious if they had, if they would have had any opinion on that matter. But if it hasn't happened yet, then yeah. we'll wait and see. Also, I just want to shout out for anyone that's listening. This is not just a solo project. I'm working on it with my buddy Jason Lister, who's also yeah. in computer science. Yeah. He's basically like the brains behind it, a lot mm. of it. So this isn't a solo project. Yeah. <laughs> Got to give credit where credit's due. Yeah. I think it's time to turn some fan mail. Yeah. Fan mail? We got a lot of fan mail, but before we do that quickly, Jeremy, I did want to touch on your social media feeds because, okay. uh, you know, going <laughs> through it as an outsider, it's hilarious. And then talking to your teammates, it's even funnier. So <laughs> um, I started off with your Twitter feed. We ha- I had to dig a little bit just oh, to I see, d- but you have some beauties on my here. My tweets... I haven't had Twitter on my phone in like two years or something like that. Oh, it, it, some of them are gold though. So like first your bio line. Do you know what your bio line is I on Twitter? I have no idea. Procrastinate now. Don't put it off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, great start. There, and there's hundreds of these. But um, I think this one was 2018. Let's play take a shot every time a relative talks about politics. That was a good one. Uh, poll, <laughs> poll question. There was two that I picked up, but there was hundreds to pick from. <laughs> Uh, would you rather A, die in a fire, or B, say good to what's up? <laughs> okay, that came from circumstance because that's <laughs> happened to me. Yeah. That long Canise hallway yeah. where I see people walking by, at least oh, probably yeah. five out of ten times someone says, what's up, yeah. I will say good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. It's that surface level interaction that <laughs> exists everywhere. Um, also another would you rather. Uh, would you rather A, sweat jam, or B, sweat mayonnaise? <laughs> I'm not even going to... I'm not going to justify that with a response, but I want you to answer. No, I, I was jam. I, I was going to say jam as well. Jam. And yeah. on the poll, I think like maybe 37 people voted, but 72% said jam. So Really? Yeah. yeah. Mayo, mayo just it's sweating hard. mayo sounds like well, it's sweating It's hard to shower egg. off mayo. And you're sweating egg jam. basically. That yeah. is true. That's and just the greasiness of yeah. it. It's hard to shower that At off. I guess it's just like a, would you rather be sticky or greasy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least jam it like tastes good. So yeah, yeah. you're really hungry. well. It was good, just maybe not in that quantity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, last one here: um, a vacuum that sucks doesn't suck, and a vacuum that doesn't suck sucks. It's like damn, like That's <laughs> mind blowing. <mind-blowing. laughs> oh man! And then of course your Instagram, um, you know, some really funny posts and, and captions. But you do have uh, one dog a shift. As an account linked in in your profile, so can you share the story on that? Okay, yeah, of course. I uh, over the last couple summers, I've worked as a, essentially the title is pool operator, so like at the waiting pools around Calgary. Personally, I was stationed at Riley Park, which is just down by Sate. Yep. And your job basically consists of keeping like the pH in the waiting pool about like seven one seven two, and then general maintenance with like chlorine and the filters for hair and lint and all the chemical management and then just like customer service when the patrons right. need it. But the the pH tests and chemical inventorying is a like a two hour every like every two hours you have to do that. And then essentially the time in between is like wait just chill. Yeah. <laughs> wait, sit in the sun, read a book. Sure. Um and I had read so many books and I was like, what kind of new skill or hobby could I learn or I'm like, I like dogs. I'm pretty trash at drawing. <laughs> so I thought I would better my art skills. And some of my buddies started sending me in dogs or I had, I found some pictures online and just started drawing one dog a shift. 
That's awesome. <laughs> it's it's a it's a hilarious follow. I peeked, I peeked through it before we started this. So uh, another shout out for you. But yeah. we'll we'll get we'll get to some fan mail. We got uh, Jeremy was kind of took the lead on this one, so yeah. we got a lot. So Jeremy, I, oh take, yeah, well, take and, it away. and I think part of the fan mail too. I think people want to know about the let's get this bread. Yeah, music oh. video that. Yeah, we're uh, we want to know about the production of it. Like, how how did the idea even come into fr- uh, into play here? Okay, so I have this friend named Shane McLaughlin. Okay, and he is like an insane cinematographer, like music producer. He just loves all thing film and media. Sure, and like whatever he wants to do, he just sets his mind to and just becomes a pro at it in like twenty four hours. So he, whenever he wants to film something or record something, because he found this new piece of tech, say like a mic or a, a camera that looks well in low light, he'll like hit me up and be like, yo, let's, let's film something. Yeah. <laughs> so he kind of gave me a heads up in like October or November that he wanted to like try music production. Um, so he's like, start, start brainstorming some ideas. We basically just like went back and forth. And I think I was talking about business students at one point mm. and how they're all like like entrepreneurs, like rise and grind. Let's get this bread, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. Like, oh, that's good. <laughs> I'm like maybe we can play off of that, like like actual bread, not money. Or like and I'm like, Oh yeah, let's let's do a song that does money, like and bread. Mm. And then we just got together one night when he came back to Calgary and just like spat out the song in like three hours and then because the lyrics are unreal it's great essentially what our rap song development was <laughs> was <laughs> we would have one line in a verse and then we'd go on a website and g- that was literally titled what rhymes with dot ca or dot com or oh, something I, like that. I love those websites <laughs> and we it's would, endless we would it, put it, that word in yeah it goes by syllables yeah. too the amount of yeah, syllables so we, would, we would go to <laughs> five or six syllables so whoever listened would be like holy how did they know how to like we rhymed uh secrets out we rhymed something with polytetrafluoroethylene <laughs> which is like i think the chemical compound for aluminum or tin or, or something and we we're like oh that's a cooking sheet for bread <laughs> So secrets out. That's what Lil Wayne does. Plug that <laughs> website. <laughs> and then, but who came up with like the idea of the the music video and like the the direction behind it? Um, was that Shane? No, that was about fifty fifty. Okay. Well, we have a whole friend group, and he okay. basically just shoots out a text saying, "Hey, me and Parker are gonna be doing this. Anyone wants wants to be in it, swing by." Um, and it just happens. Yeah, and he has all these crazy production quality lights just sitting around his house so we just hung them in his garage and then <laughs> turned on a dry ice machine <laughs> and the record actually the recording studio for recording the song was like a super nice microphone on a stand and then we took four mattresses and just made a rectangle and we stood in the middle of it no and way that was our sound booth <laughs> work oh with what you have you know yeah a true artist i know uh little Nas x when he first started his rapping career he he recorded everything in his closet and he really? would and he would line like the doors with his jackets and stuff and like you can tell obviously but it was still like the start is pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, he's he's trying. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we're the next little Nos. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but yes, you guys should go check it out. In if you haven't, mm-hmm. it's, it's incredible. Um, yeah, let's get to some fan mail. Sweet. First off, um, not much of a question, but more of a statement. Okay. I want to get this out of the way. And this is from Dal Sunius. I don't even want to take any part of this. 
he wanted he was begging me to uh, to to say this to you. Okay. His muscles are too wildly explosive for his feeble bone structure to manage. <laughs> How do you respond to that? He's 100% right. <laughs> well, I think it's going back to me saying I'm like too quick twitch sometimes. Mm. I think my my goodness, yeah. I don't really I can't warrant that with a response. It's just really accurate. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um this one, another one came in. Um, despite your knee injuries, apparently you are big on the adult scooters. So, uh, what is adult scooters? Yeah, or on oh. the birds, I'm assuming, or the lime scooters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like those. Yeah. Well, like, I'm a fan of the lime scooters, but I also, for my birthday a couple of years ago, I just asked for an adult scooter. Yeah. Um, and I got one, which was basically just a razor scooter with massive wheels, and I w- rode that to like classes on campus. And it, it uh, folded up pretty easily, so I just, like, scoot up to the stairs, hop off, yeah. and then, like, <laughs> whip it onto my back. <laughs> it's all in one motion. Yeah, yeah. You got pretty good at it. But unfortunately, I lost it about a year ago, so oh, I might wow. have to invest in a new one. Did you have, like, one of the regular razors when you were a kid? Nope. Oh, so... So this is this satisfying is a childhood nice. dream just nice. later in life. Yeah. Essentially, what I did with getting a pair of Heelys yeah. in high school, I ordered them online for, I think, my grade 11 year. And I helied from class to class, which was so nice on like whatever that floor is made out of in high school. Like, like linoleum or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you could just go with yeah. those things. Oh, did you ever bring the Heelys to UFC? They're in my locker. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's unreal. Do they still make those? Um, they did in, when I was in grade 11. They had like a collegiate collection, which was... <laughs> U.S. schools had like their logo like their branding on the stuff? side. Yeah, oh so God. I got Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> so the back of my heel say University of Alabama on them, which doesn't really make sense, but it was the most normal looking pair. Okay, and then there is also a music video about your he- with your Heelys as well, right? Or a vid- yeah. just a video? Yeah, yeah. It was with you and Kendra. Yep. Yeah, because I had a, I was like talking to her, and I we both realized we both had a pair of Heelys. And we're like, that doesn't happen no. very often. Like, when do you have yeah. two grown adults that share pairs of Heelys? Yeah, we need to do something that, about that. No, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> so we just went downtown and just shot B-roll and put put it to music. <laughs> were they both Alabama Heelys? No, hers oh, were regular rats, Heelys. Rats. <laughs> she didn't get Syracuse ones? No. Oh, uh-huh. I don't think they had those. Okay. Um, let's see. What else here? Okay. We need to talk about your pouting face oh i don't have a pouting face (laughs) (laughs) but a lot a lot of uh people came forward with this this needs to be brought to the surface but Mm, okay in your mind in your experience in your opinion give us the best story about like the biggest pouty face that you had (laughs) to put on i don't do it intentionally it's like an idiosyncrasy like i'll just like someone will roast me about something and i'll just like sit there and they'll be like, oh, look, he's pouting. And then everyone <laughs> in the whole team worse, will be like, oh, look. And it's just 18 guys pointing at me and yelling. And then, yeah, I'll pout, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I just, just I, I tell them it's how my face is. It's how my lips <laughs> curl out of my mouth. I'm not doing it on purpose. I just have voluptuous lips. Can't, can't disagree with that. Um, so you've been banned from the aux cord, like in spite of this new Spotify game, apparently. Oh, in the team room, yeah. yeah. We have a sound system in there. Playing Sandstorm the whole time. <laughs> well, why? Are, yeah, why are you banned from operating See, the aux cord? See, I think cord? that's fake news. I think someone's <laughs> twisting, twisting that story because oh. I wasn't banned. 
Do you know how to play odds? Do you guys know that game? Oh yeah. It's like yeah. what are the odds? Yeah, what are the odds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One in fifty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I guess people don't like my taste in music. I've heard people have told me that I'm not the best at choosing music when I have the aux. But uh, Mitch asked me, "What are the odds I don't play music in on the team room speakers for the remainder of the year?" And I just went all out. I said one in two. So essentially, a one in two is if you don't get fifty fifty. Yeah, if you don't get the same number, the other person. And I know Mitch loves playing his music. So I knew it would scare him and he might just be like, no, 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 just kidding. But he was like, okay. And I'm like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> so we did it and I lost. But honestly, it's kind of been kind of refreshing. Now I have to worry about what I'm playing. I just listen. This one comes to us from, uh, I don't want to give it away from, okay. This one comes from a mysterious writer. At, <laughs> and I've been told to ask you, who your biggest fan is? Who my biggest fan is? Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend? My And then my follow-up question is, I'm supposed to ask you about your bedroom wallpaper. Oh. Okay. Well. So it should be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not my biggest fan. Okay. Well. My bedroom right now, the entire wall is covered in the those posters. Like they have a poster of like a player for each game or sorry, each team. So okay. the one of me passing a ball is for men's volleyball. And we yeah, have a yeah. schedule on it. Like the di- the dinos like marketing materials. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. And unbeknownst to me, uh my girlfriend Emily has been collecting as many of these little posters as she possibly can. And while we were away in San Diego, her and her roommate ended up taping every single one of them to my walls in my bedroom. So, you know those videos of people where they have their office chairs, like, gift-wrapped or whatever? Yep. Yeah, yeah, Christmas yeah. Everything, paper. like the yeah. stapler, all that. Yeah, yeah. That's what my wall looks like, but with my face. <laughs> so, I wake up every morning with my a thousand of my eyes staring at me, which is kind of unsettling. <laughs> Did Emily get the ceiling as well? No, no. Just mm-hmm. like from, from oh, bed to no. ceiling. So that's the that, money shot right so there. That's, yeah. your, that's your only solace, just looking up to the ceiling. And I lost <laughs> odds to keep that up for the rest of the year. <laughs> so that has to stay up until when? Uh, end like, of the school year. End of school year. Okay. Yeah, so like not, April. Not 20. Not, no, okay. I would yeah. never do that. <laughs> that was my first question. I was like, like, why didn't you take it down if it was... Like, I would have taken yeah. it down instantly. <laughs> yeah. But she was also saying she's like oh you got to keep it up for a little bit and i'm like uh okay <laughs> fine fine like a day and then i lost odds the next day yeah. which was brutal. terrible timing it's brutal taylor tracy said that uh there's some issues with your basketball shot no issues so right now if you had to do like a game of 21 against taylor who's who's winning okay taylor okay well my basketball basketball shot isn't broke it works it's just funky it's like Lonzo Ball first year. Oh, okay. Right. But right. not so much unorthodox across my body, but I just like release from like my hips. Mm. Hmm. So it's like a I really just, low release point. It's a low yeah. shot, yeah. yeah. Right. So and it, not a lot it of would arc. get blocked. Oh, yeah. I don't really shoot like I'm getting blocked. True. It's about yeah. like a line drive yeah, yeah. laser shot. <laughs> that works. This one just says, owner of world's smallest pair of underwear. Oh, no. Well, what is, what's the story behind that? I buy a lot of underwear in bulk. And mm-hmm. somehow I think like a small pair snuck into my pack of larges. I didn't realize until I 
had only that pair left before I had to do laundry. <laughs> so I had to wear that pair to school one day. And when you're in a team full of guys and you have to change into shorts, you're going to hear about it from the guys around you. <laughs> How was that day for you, though? Was it, was it scarring? Um, Did you get through it relatively unscathed? I No, I was pretty, I was pretty scarred. I've like, I, I still keep the underwear in my drawer there just, just as a reminder. They're, they're on the wall. <laughs> no, they're not on the wall. <laughs> Beside all the photos of myself. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I also want to hear about your dance show with both arms in casts. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're going so, way back here. Yeah. Right? I used to Ukrainian dance as a kid. Oh, okay. So about from like kindergarten to grade four, I think I Ukrainian danced and I was also very prone to ridiculous injuries. So I have like six broken bones or sorry, six broken arms, like wrists, each wrist I've broken three times. And I had a Ukrainian dance competition like a couple of days after breaking both my wrists at the same time. So I danced in the competition and at that age, they kind of just like throw gold medals at the little kids and then start actually like adjudicating like the older age groups. Yeah. Just when yeah. it matters. So we got a gold, even though it was probably a terrible dance. And I got an award from the adjudicator that was just labeled for dancing with two freshly broken arms. <laughs> It's somewhere in a box in my basement. I'll have to pull it out. That's pretty uh that's pretty original. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Um so we'll get you out on this. People want to know. The people want to know how you got your nickname Mulch. Well, Parker Mulch Sorosh. The people want to know the people are going to be disappointed because there is literally no backstory to the nickname at all. The entire team was hanging out one day, uh, like the day they found out I signed, and I think like old ex dino Keith West was uh spearheading the 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 ploy to nickname me and he was like let's just let's just name him something that means nothing that like makes no sense what's the worst possible nickname and then someone's just like mulch and they're like oh perfect mm. so there's like there's no real backstory it just stuck so who gave it to you though uh, I actually don't know I never looked into it mm. some sort some some voice in the crowd just some sources you know? were saying Parker Maris. I was, I was going to say that, but I didn't want to point fingers. That sounds like something. He's very good at making nicknames, and, despite and, that one. And that, that nickname Mulch still exists today? Like, yeah, it's because I was so easygoing about it my first year. Like, okay. I had a meeting with Rod, just like about whatever, volleyball stuff. And he's like, are you, are you okay with that nickname? Like, I'll make it stop if you don't like it. And I should have said, I don't like it. <laughs> he gave you an out. <laughs> he gave me an out, and I <laughs> shut the door. I was like, yeah, I was thinking I wanted to look cool in my first year. I was like, oh, yeah, no, it's sick. I love nicknames because I never had a nickname before. So I was like, this is awesome. And then other people started getting nicknames that made sense, like Koopy and Laidlaw or Ladle or <laughs> something, a play on their name, and I'm Mulch. And I, you could have been Parky or something. Or yeah, Parky, Sparky, something. Yeah. But it just caught on, and it's so far gone that there's no way of stopping it now. Like, it's so ingrained in guys' heads, it won't go away. I'm sorry, man. That's okay. Tough to end on a sad note, but yeah. I guess that's life. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the jelly bean he ate. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I'm excited to uh, listen to it, even though I kind of sound like Spongebob when I listen to myself. This episode of Dinos Unfiltered is a presentation of Dinos Athletics. Episodes are available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and our website, godinos.com. 
Make sure to check out the website or the Go Dinos app for schedules and tickets to all your favorite games. And if you can't make it out to the game, remember that our games are streamed on Canada West TV presented by Co-op. Thanks to my special guests today and hope you'll join us in the next episode. I got Chibata, I got Bakasha, I don't know too much dope. Clog the film, pinch and loaf. Can't trick me, biz quick. You're baking because you're quick. I'll be saucing with a stick. That's all I've got in arithmetic. Born to run bakeries, born to finesse pastries. I'm on fire, watch out, these are my glory days. Look all like a Bruce Springsteen. Hands on stick, poly tetrafluor ethylene. Raise a roof, no leaven in. See me bake, go rolling pin. Gluten free, don't talk to me. Flower flex, we get in check. Bank account balance, be looking like a bagel. Still got head of low, stacking on the table. Everybody wondering why they ever did try to pull up in the kitchen, make the sourdough rise when it turns out bland and dry. Tame the grain, yeast the wheat. Nah, man, don't forget to be me. Nah.